Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Welcome back to Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Moore. This semester on Sports Talk, the students in the sports reporting class at the University of Central Missouri are discussing and debating various topics in the sports world. You've heard our take on who should pay for new stadiums or stadium renovations, the pros and cons of the name-image-likeness deal in college athletics, and whether PEDs should be legal in sports. If you missed any of those, you can go to ucmbeat.com, select Sports Talk from the list of shows, and click on the link to catch up. This week, we're discussing another hot issue in the sports world. It's one that has both political and financial ramifications. Stay with us. It's time for Sports Talk. Today on Sports Talk, our topic is, should Native American mascots be allowed in sports? We've seen teams like the Arkansas State University Indians, the Washington Redskins, and the Cleveland Indians all change their names. We can debate whether or not we like the names they change to later. My first job was at the Dickinson State University Blue Hawks, formerly known as the Savages. But as those organizations have changed their names, we still have the Atlanta Braves, the Florida State Seminoles, the University of North Dakota Fighting Sioux, and, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. Is the use of Native American terminology cultural appropriation and insensitive, or is it a badge of honor? Our panelists today are going to discuss. So let's meet our panelists today. We've heard from everyone on our panel some point this semester. So today, tell us your name. And what is the one thing you'd have to have with you on a deserted island? Wow. You're just throwing us right under the bus there. Okay, I was not expecting that. Uh, my name is Charlie Martin. And one thing on a deserted island, uh, I'd probably bring the biggest thing of Twinkies that I could find. Twinkies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're not going to worry about being healthy on this island. Okay. Might as well just send your life in a good way. You and know? I can say that because Twinkies is not one of our sponsors. Oh, All right, JT. Yeah, uh, I'm JT, Noah, and I guess one thing I would bring on a deserted island with me would be, I like tacos, so tacos. Okay. Meat and cheese would be hard to keep, but okay. Who said meat? Oh, yeah, you do have to. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, my name is Alicia, and um, if I was on a deserted island, I would bring, like, gallons of water. Practical. Good. Yeah, smart. 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 Water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. You're going to bring your own. Very mm-hmm. good. Okay. My name is Luke Jenkins, and I would probably take uh, a, a DVD player and with, like, uh, every season of Man vs. Wild. And then ah. I would just, you know, learn and try to stay alive. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if I were on a deserted island, I think I'd bring Charlie because he's bringing the Twinkies. Let's so. go. <laughs> it's a party. Well, welcome, everyone. Luke and Alicia are arguing today that, yes, it is okay to have Native Americans as mascots. Charlie and JT will take the position that, no, this is not okay. And first up today, Luke and Alicia, tell us why the use of Native American terms for mascots is okay. Um, I feel like we should keep the Native American mascots because um, people have already become accustomed to them. So taking them away could possibly offend Native Americans as well as other people who admire them. And also, it's a good way to pay homage to um, have Native American mascots. And um, doing my own research, I found that a lot of people think that it's racist. But um, the Chiefs, they do like the tomahawk 
chalk thing, and it's a Native American chant, and everybody has fun doing it, like, with no ill intent. So I feel like if people are having fun doing it and, like, nobody's, um, like, doing it in a negative way or being negative, then I feel like we should just keep it around. So you're saying that they're the, the fans, when they do these things like the tomahawk chalk or the, the Chiefs, they bang on the drum, they're not doing it to be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. They're doing it to honor their team and that Native American heritage. That's that's kind of the point you're taking? Yes. Okay, what if uh, – never mind, we'll come back to that later <laughs> on. Oh. Luke, tell me your thoughts. Well, yeah, I agree that uh, their intention is usually to honor Native Americans uh, by referring to, like, positive traits, such as, like, fighting, uh, spirit, being strong, brave, stoic, dedicated, and proud and stuff. Uh, and, you know, while opponents see these traits as being, like, based on stereotypes of Native American savages, uh, Native Americans usually don't think so. I have a, a Washington Post survey here from uh, – actually, I don't know what year – it's after 2004 because there's a previous poll in 2004 that's the exact same. Um, but it interviewed 400 or 504 people across every state, and it showed that nine out of ten Native Americans say that they're not offended by the Washington Redskins name. So that that just kind of goes to show that uh, whether something's offensive or not is extremely subjective. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So you're saying then that, I mean, based on this poll, that 9 out of 10 Native Americans didn't view the, the term Redskins, which is meant to, right. as a ver- was used as a very derogatory term. Yeah. They're not even thinking that term was offensive. No. So being called the in- a team being called the Indians, they're not going to think that's offensive or anything. They're just, that's 9 out of 10 of those Native Americans from, you said, from where? where every state taken? and every district, 504 of them. Again, this is the Washington Post. Okay. Yes. All right. So that's some good statistics then that, that if the people that are – if the, the, the tribes that are being represented, if the people that are being represented by these names aren't offended, why should the rest of us be offended, right? Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's some good information to have. Uh, we're going to take a step away from this. Thank you, Luke and Alicia, for your, your thoughts on it. Um, you've heard now, so why we should allow Native American terms and names to be used as mascots. When we come back, Charlie and JT will tell us why Native American names and terminology should be banned as mascots. You won't want to miss it. You're listening to Sports Talk right here on UCM, The Beat. 911, what is your emergency? My kid shot himself. All right, where's the wound, sir? 911, what's your emergency? Please help. My, my son shot his brother. 911, what is your emergency? 911, please state your emergency. Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. Learn how to make your home safer at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I liked kayaking. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I think it's time to head back in. Okay. Can we come back? Sure. Hey, be careful getting out of the boat. It's a kayak, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to return the kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service. All right, we've heard the pro. Time now for the con. Charlie and JT, why should Native American names and terms be disallowed for use as mascots in sports? Okay, hear me out, folks. I get it. You think it should be banned because 
you don't see it as being racist or anything, but that's the problem. That's not what they're trying to get to. They think it's being misrepresented. So I saw a survey, well, not a survey, I should say. I saw a quote from a rookie pitcher when he played at the St. Louis Cardinals, Ryan Halesley. Sorry, I butchered that name anyway. He said, I think it's a misrepresentation of the Cherokee people or the Native Americans in general. It's not me being offended by the whole mascot thing. It's not that. It's about the misconception of us, the Native Americans, and it's the, it, deva- it devalues us and how we're perceived in that way or used as mascots. And so he's talking about when he went to the playoffs, they played in Atlanta and they did the Tomahawk Chuck. Well, he's saying... It's not that it's being offensive. He They're misusing it as a way, and that's what hurts him more than anything. It's not that he's being upset about all the whole thing. They just wish they understood the background better at a certain point. And so I think that's the problem right now in the society is we're so accustomed to, like, the Redskins or the Indians, but we're not getting no background about it, so we're misrepresenting them. And that's where the problem is. Like, people are saying – how how cool is it that we're seeing white people wear headbands and walk around like Indians when they know nothing about what the Indians really did on this this land? So, do you think some of it comes back to the whole idea of you know we talk about Custer's Last Stand and history has always told us nobody survived Custer's Last Stand at the Little Bighorn. Yeah, yeah a lot of people did survive Custer's Last Stand at the Little Bighorn. The Native Americans survived. It was all of the soldiers that were wiped out. But we talk about it in a sense of nobody survived, and that's where maybe some of this this thought comes in that you really don't know the history. You don't know the proper usage. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah, exactly. I think we're just not accustomed to the history, and that's what's really hurting the Native Americans in a sense is we're not using their heritage or their background to the prime way it should be. The correct manner. Right, correct manner. Okay. Got something for that here in a minute, but I want to hear from Charlie first. Jati, I really like that a lot. Um, so one thing I uh, first did, so I, I do think there's kind of some gray area with, with some names, you know, like for me, Redskin and, uh, Redskins and Indians are kind of totally two different sides of the spectrum. Um, and one that really, I think, it has more reasoning to um, not be a thing any, or a team name anymore is the Redskins. Um, and I went to Webster definition, and I looked up Redskin, and the definition is used as an insulting and contemptuous term for an American Indian. So that right there kind of just states that's pretty derogatory. Um, and another idea that I looked up and that I really liked uh, commissioner of the NFL, Rob Manfred, said, it's important to understand that we have 30 markets around the country. They're not all the same. The Braves have done a phenomenal job with the Native American community. The Native American community in that region is wholly supportive of the Braves, so Atlanta Braves in the baseball, uh, of the ba- Braves program, including the CHOP. For me, that's kind of the end of the story. In that market, taking into account the Native American community, it works. So I think there's a way of, if you're going to have a team name, kind of that's... Um, like anything with Native Americans or something like that, I feel like you kind of have to reach out to the community and figure out, you know, like what you just talked about, like their ways and uh, their heritage and stuff like that. So I really liked that quote from the commissioner there. So what you're saying is the commissioner is all, all in favor of the Atlanta Braves because Braves is more of a positive term than the Redskins. Right. 
And Atlanta has done a good job of working with the Native American community and being educated and using things appropriately. Exactly. Yep. Because you could say the same thing about the Florida Seminoles. If you're a student at Florida State, you have to take a class in Seminole heritage. See, I think they that's have fantastic. worked with yeah. the and that's you know there you are learning about to, to JT's point there you are learning about it. Yeah, and I was going to also say about that, Joe, is they I was reading about Florida State and how you were saying that they should possibly change in their name. And they actually, like you said, they have that Seminole class, but they also have the Seminoles donating to the college as well. So, I mean, with their background, there's way more to it than like the Redskins. I mean, yeah. Redskins, there's a whole lot of problems with that organization in general. But I mean, there was a thing that I think is more crucial than anything is these teams that are changing the name, like the Indians or the Redskins, it's not them wanting to. It's because their money for their ads are getting taken away because those ads are seeing like all the negativity behind the name. And so they're like, hey, if you don't change your name, we're going to step back from giving you money. Got to do what's best for the, the whole organization. Right, right. Yeah. But then to Charlie's point, talking about he gave the definition of Redskins, mm-hmm. what do you do with, with what Luke said, the study where Native Americans were asked about it and they didn't view it as derogatory? Me from the start, I'm not a big uh, study fan. And some, and with some things, because you never know if they, you know, Washington, that came from Washington Post, right, Luke? Right. Okay. So, I don't know. That just kind of throws me off a little bit, because we're probably trying to find a way to keep that name, you know? So, um, so you're saying there could be bias in their study. I think in a lot of studies, there are some bias. Oh, for sure. Opinion. For sure. Well, so, also, you have to think about, uh, sure, Redskin is seen, seen as like a derogatory mm-hmm. term. But you have to know where it comes from, and it doesn't. It's not referring to their literal skin. It is referring to a uh, certain tribe in Newfoundland uh, who used uh, red paint over their bodies, made of red ochre. I saw that they used to be called, like that's what some people would try to look down upon them, and that's what they would call them. Possibly, but it is not immediately referring to their okay. literal skin. Never know what you're going to learn on Sports Talk. I had never heard that before, yeah. Luke. Well, it's interesting because we're, I mean, all of the conversation comes back to whether Native American terms should be used. And there, there are other sports teams that are, you know, one of the things I've always heard, one of the arguments I've always heard against is you're putting us in a class with bears and eagles and jets and lions. And you're, you're classifying us as animals or inanimate objects. And patriots. And cowboys, commanders, and fighting <laughs> Irish. You know, I'm I'm of Irish descent, and it's really funny. Notre Dame is the fighting Irish. Notre Dame is French. What do you have to do with the <laughs> Irish? But it's it's really interesting because of the history in America between the white man and Native Americans, and it's not been a pretty history all the time. So that's where a lot of this discussion comes in. Um, I think it's a good discussion. I think it's going to it's one that's going to continue on. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, as we always do, we're going to take questions from the rest of the class. Hope you guys are ready. You're listening to Sports Talk right here on UCM, The Beat. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. 
Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Okay, we are back. Had a great discussion so far, but it's time now to bring in the rest of the class and their questions on the topic of should Native American mascots be allowed in college, professional, high school athletics? Got this one from Jason. Should Native American-owned franchises be allowed to use these names and titles for their own sports or business teams, or should no one be allowed to use them? So, Jason, give me an example. Come on up here to the mic. Give me an example. Native American-owned franchises, like so, like whom? I w- <clears throat> so to the point that I was getting to there on that. <clears throat> sorry, my voice is a little raspy this morning. <laughs> so the point that I was getting there on that is, uh, you see these teams such as um, Washington and Cleveland and all the in Florida State as well, and uh, we're starting to see how people are wanting to get the name changed to them, but. What if there could be a different outcome towards that? Instead of name changing, could be franchises, you know, and like some Native American, co- like, well, how am I trying to word this the right way? If a tribe were to buy the organization, yes, yes, okay. yes, that's what I'm trying to say. And like, then would it be okay for them to keep the name and the mascot idea, or without that, would it not be okay? Okay, what do you guys think? If a if a tribe were to purchase the organization or a, uh, a culture were to buy the organization, should they be allow- allowed to use the mascot they wanted to? I like that thought. I mean, I would let them have it. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I like that idea. Uh, I've never thought about anything like that. Um, obviously, that kind of, yeah, that kind of takes a turn there. Um, <laughs> but I think that'd be fine. I mean, yeah, just... For me, I don't think they would choose to be called the Redskins, though, you know? It's kind of like that fine line, like I was talking about earlier, like the gray area. For me, there's a big difference between Indians and Redskins. So, I mean, if they went by Indians or something like that, and I don't know, I just don't see them choosing a team name like the Redskins. Well, I mean, like, okay, like say, I don't know, I know the Pittsburgh Pirates are a thing, but say some Pirates come in and say, I want to buy an organization. Well, they're going to be the Pirates, so why can't the Native Americans be a Native American team logo name, mascot? Like, I, I don't see the problem with it. I mean, it's a cool little dream to have, but, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Alicia, what do you think? Um, I mean, I would say it's good that they, if Native Americans uh, purchased it, purchased the franchise and then named it, like, after themselves. But I think it's good either way because – oh, also the Redskins thing – Um. There was there's this team, the Washington Redskins. I know y'all know who, what that is. Um, Chief Z, he was a Native American man, and he was their unofficial mascot. So he didn't obviously he didn't have a problem with um, anything. Like he had fun doing it because he was like one of their biggest fans. So I don't know. He just figured he bought into it. Okay. Well, bought into it. Well, he bought he bought into the idea of the team being the Redskins, and he was gonna appreciate that because he was a Native American, and he yeah. wanted to, okay. He was a Native American man. Okay. The Cincinnati Cherokees. The Cherokees be buy out Cincinnati. They're the Cincinnati Cherokees. 
Good show. Moving on. Okay. If the teams work with Native American tribes and organizations and do a better job of representing their culture, should teams be able to continue using Native American mascots and names? Kind of to what JT was talking about with Atlanta, what I talked about with, with Florida State. Um, Luke, what do you think? If they buy, if they work with the organization, should they be able to use it? Well, uh, this has worked and it hasn't worked in the past. Like, like you said, with the Braves, it works. Uh, they have a lot of philanthropy that, that goes towards uh, Native American tribes and reservations and uh, bettering the Native American people. But the Washington Redskins, uh, they, they've been under fire for a long time. For lots of different reasons. Yes, yes. And uh, so in response to that in 2014, they, they started a nonprofit organization. Um, and basically it, it, uh, it did a, a, quite a few things. It donated a total of $3.7 million. Uh, to 20 different tribes in 2014. And, I mean, some of those are, are it, it donated to the public school, uh, Northern Cheyenne Indian Reservation, uh, Chippewa Cree Tribe. But they slowly backed out of it. And uh, the year after, 2014, 2015, they only donated $1.6 million, And then they donated nothing. And then the cha- name changed. In that case scenario, I can see where it'd be a huge issue. But with the Braves, I mean, they've kept up their philanthropy for a long time. And so. Well, and this, this next question this comes from Roman. It kind of spins off of that a little bit. Should teams with Native American mascots, okay, we're going to let you keep them, but you have to employ Native Americans to consult on proper representation of Native tribes. I like so that. So you can, you can keep the name, but you have to employ Native Americans who have some history and can teach your people about the culture, about the heritage. And you have to represent that and educate. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot, a lot more. And and also, yeah, I can see that better with names, like I said, like that have positive stereotypes. Uh, you know, like the Braves. Is it and, is it the name or is it the representation? Because I can see that a big difference between a team being called the Braves and being called the Redskins. I mean, Fighting yes. Irish doesn't bother me. If you were to call them the Mix, I'd have a problem with that. Two you know, totally different things. We have a lot of derogatory terms for different races and different cultures, and there is something to be said about the name, right? Yeah. So should it just be the mascots as a whole or just, okay, let's, but let's think about what term we're going to be using for it. So, Charlie, what do you think? Yeah, um, <clears throat> that's a good question. For me, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, representations kind of big for me, like what I read about the Braves and what they do. Uh, they put in the effort and they make sure that everyone's getting the recognition that they deserve and the knowledge that they need to um, obtain. Um, but also, I keep bringing it up, but the, the team name also, I think, it plays a, it plays a role, you know. Um, I, I feel like I'm a broken record, but like the Redskins, <laughs> like the, once again, it's just the kind of that fine line. What about so, the Savages? Yeah. That's that's a that's a strange one. I didn't know that was a thing, to be honest, until this morning. So. Well, when I was Dickinson State, where I my first job is in North Dakota, it's in the southwest corner. It's right in the heart of the Badlands, and okay. that was a major Sioux area. Yeah. And when they were called the Savages, they got a lot of heat, and so they changed their name to the Blue Hawks. But you still have the North Dakota Fighting Sioux. Yeah, I don't. JT, help him out. He's yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of I mean, struggling with that one. I, it's kind of odd. 
because as we we right now in our society we say savages and we we're like hey you're a savage yeah. and so like it's kind of weird how we use it and to think of how it could be used against the native americans so I guess I've been representing the Native Americans wrongly because I call random people savages now. So, well, coming from that context about Dixon State and how there was a group there, and then they went by right. the savage. That's a different. Story. Well, very, very so. true. So, like that right there needs to change the name. But I think the bigger problem right now, if you're going to talk like um, high school wise, like say there's there's Fort Osage, I believe is the Fort Osage Indians. There, it's going to be really hard to change high school names because they're they're not going to lose anything with backlash towards their name because they're not earning any money but like with colleges and pros teams you're going to have that backlash with companies that are working with you that they'll make you peer pressure to change your name and i think that's the problem right now with our society is there's people that are willing to stick with what they have until they start losing money and so that's where the problem comes is like okay yeah the redskins that is really bad but they weren't going to change it. I mean, the owner came out and said, we're never going to change our name. And then FedEx, which is helping them with their field, was like, hey, we're going to take a step back unless you change the name. And that's when it decided to change the name because they're like, okay, well, I guess we got to do some because we got to keep money coming in because money talks. So when you get those schools like Fort Osage, well, Osage is a tribe of Indians. So is it just, it's an obvious, you call them the Indians, like the Buffalo Bills. Well, there are no Buffalo in Buffalo. That's not why they were named Buffalo. They just went with the guy's name. So, um, so yeah, kind of what JT was saying that are they going to get rid of the, the mascot because you know it's it's derogatory. Depends uh, on the terminology you're using. Could I ask a question to the, the group? Sure. Would that be okay. Okay. So I'm from Overland Park, and I went to Shinerstrom West High School, and a team name or a, a school's name in my. Uh, district was the Shire Mission North Indians, and now they are the Shire Mission North Bison. So my question is, do you think, or what's your opinion on, do you think just because there's different levels um, that a, a team name should change, or do you think it's like where it's located? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? There are definitely uh, different levels, like say Indian, because they're not technically not Indian. That was a uh, misconception, and it just sort of caught on. They're Native Americans, so maybe if it was the Native Americans, that'd be a, a better thing. But that's also a generalization. Uh, like, you know, I, I like it when team names are like the Seminoles or, I don't know, the Apache or something like that. Like, specific tribes and stuff like that. Because, I mean, if you think about it, states are also named after Indian tribes. Like, Missouri, for instance, is named after the Missourians, you know, and, and, and many other states. So, Illinois, the Illini. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know... Yeah, there's a, there's a line between a generalization or a stereotype versus the real thing. So you so you're talking like when you try and appropriate just the the entire race of a people versus, you know, right. Dallas Cowboys. Well, Dallas is the Cowboys because they're in Texas and Texas is known for its Cowboys and versus the Chicago Bears. <laughs> there are no bears in Chicago. You know, yeah, why so. do you, the Miami Dolphins? There's dolphins off off of Miami, right? As long as there's some sort of so, like when you're saying the Apache or the Cherokee or something like that, because there's a a history there, right? That makes a difference in your mind. Yeah. Okay. We got one more question. This one's from Josh. Hang on. Who should decide whether it is or is not okay to have Native American mascots? The organization, the Native Americans, 
the government, anyone else? Who who makes that decision? Um, I mean, probably at the end of the day. Probably not us. Right. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that's hard. Cause probably. I was thinking the commissioner. You think like that the league would yeah. say whether it's okay or not, and then probably other leagues would probably ship in and do whatever someone else did. I feel like if they wanted to make it like a real good amends to it, you would have a commissioner and then some Native Americans come in and talk about it and be like, hey, what do you think about this? Is this the right move? How do you feel about it? Like get their input on what the name is and how they feel about it before you can okay it because then you're getting both sides of the party. It's just hard for me because I feel like just because you get a couple, like a sample size, doesn't mean that's how everyone feels. Right. You know? Um, but, I mean, you're never going to. like, the, the uh, survey. I was kind of biased. Like, I think that was biased. So well, you're never going to have everyone happy. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. That is a true point. Alicia, what do you think? Who Can makes you repeat the, the question? Yeah, who makes the decision on whether or not we use the Native Americans? Do Is it the organization? Is it the league? Is it the government? Somebody else? Who makes that decision? Um, I would say, like, a mixture of the organization and uh, the Native Americans. Because the Native, Native Americans, of course, because that's who they are. And then the organization, like, they're the ones that, like, created everything. So they should at least have some say-so in something. And... <laughs> Honestly, like when you go to sports games, um, it's not really a lot. I don't really see a lot of Native American people there. Like at the Chiefs games, I don't really be, see a lot of them there. So I don't know if they should really have a say so. So, yeah, no. Probably just the organization. Make it an organizational level? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to throw something out there at you. Oh, boy. Would we ever use a slang term, a slur term, a what can be deemed as a racist term, a la Redskins, if we were wanting to name our team after Jews or African Americans or Italians, are we ever going to use a term for a class of people, a race of people, for any other group? And if not, Why is it okay to do that for Native Americans? Something for you all to think about. We're going to leave the show with that and get everybody thinking on this topic. It's a great discussion, one I'm sure that's going to continue. But that's our time today. So join us next week when we'll be discussing another hot topic. Do parents belong in Little Leagues? Thanks for our panelists today. And thank you for listening to Sports Talk only here on UCM The Beat. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled, and we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM, with campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.